0: I gotta sort this quarantine beard out. It's getting out of hand. This week's guest on the impressionable era with Al Thorne is none other than Rory stories. Rory started out on Facebook in 2013 writing blogs about the GAA which then became videos a year later in 2014 and from then on it just went up and up and up for Rory, he's been successful since. I call him the Facebook OG content creator because he is exactly that, he's an author of two best selling books, Rory Stories Guide to the GAA and Rory's Story's Guide to Being Irish. We also spoke about how Rory has been tackling the issue of mental health in Ireland. He has done many talks around the country and it's inspiring work that Rory has done so far. And it's touching, he also speaks about his struggles with mental health too. The relationship videos that he did with Enya Martin gives a laugh. We spoke about how we met each other five years ago. How we did a a very special gig four years ago in Monaghan which was just great crack. And how he asked me the day after his wedding, To do a little impromptu gig, which was quite fun in front of all of his family and friends. Enjoy the episode. It's wonderful. Rory's a great guy. Wonderful guy, believe me. He's a great guy. Enjoy the episode, guys. Happy Friday. And listen, make sure you're not using any disinfectant. That was a joke. It was just a joke, okay? I wasn't serious when I said that. Enjoy the episode, folks. How
1: are you, pal? Well, Al, who are you? (laughs) Not too bad. Not too bad. We're uh, we're getting on okay. <laughs> yeah, just about. It's, it's up and down, isn't
2: it? It oh, sure
1: is, Yeah. Every day. It's, it's
2: tough. Tough going. Like, let's be honest,ly. Like,
1: yeah. Every Everyone's in the same boat as as us as well, you know. I think, uh, like what what you've been doing over the last couple of weeks has been nothing but positive. You're putting up content literally every day, and it's it's content that's relevant to this to the goings-on at the very minute, you know? And I think that's putting, that's putting a smile on people's faces, you know? Yeah, like, I suppose, um, I was only saying, I,
2: I, I, the first coronavirus video I'd done was mid-February. Yeah. Of, uh, it's when, it's when uh, it broke that, uh, when they called off the rugby game and that Italians were coming here. So i just done a skit up in the attic, like basically uh, with uh, hand sanitaries. I've been like, I'm not going to work, going away from whatever <laughs> put up. And it went, it went, it went well. Like, but well, I suppose what really started the ball was that one I'd done down the alleyway where I was selling hand sanitaries as, as a drug dealer. <laughs> and that blew up. And then, and then from there, I suppose, like, I didn't mean to do a video every day, but it was just, mm. my, 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 you know yourself, Al, I, my yes. mind was just, I was in the zone. Mm. And yeah, and no matter what I made, even if I didn't even think it was that good, I'd still post and it go viral. And I was like, it, you know, it's like when you're playing a match and you know you're yeah. on your game and you can't, everything you touch turns to gold. Yeah. I just had about two weeks where, and this hasn't happened in a long time, my yeah. Facebook, for instance, was going up a thousand likes a day. like, And that yeah. hasn't happened since the. Early days, so early,
1: the early days, the glory days of Facebook. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and for the first time ever, it was it was pretty much one hundred percent positive. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, I love these videos!" Like, yeah. I haven't yet. I haven't had that feedback since the very first GA stuff. So, like anything, you, you begin to put pressure on yourself, and then it started to stress yeah. me out. And I was like, "All right, fucking has to listen." Uh-oh. So now. I'm still doing them, but yes. obviously I'm, I'm scraping barrels at this stage trying to come up with ideas, like, you know, but um, yeah, like two things. One, it's putting the spin yeah. on it for people. But two, it's keeping myself and the family's
1: mind active, just the fucking peak of ideas, you know what I mean? Of course. Like, and it's interesting you say that when, when you put out a video that's a banger and you're so happy with yourself. And then it's that pressure of, fuck, I have to do something that's yes. even better next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like that a couple of weeks ago when I put up the, the Conor McGregor video with, um, with Joe Rogan. And lo and behold, McGregor retweets a comments on it. Yeah. And through his retweet, I get up to 3 million views. And I'm sitting there, you know, on cloud nine thinking, Jesus, this is great. And then a couple of days later, I'm like devoid of ideas. I don't know what to do. Oh,
3: yeah,
1: you know,
2: it's (laughs) it's it's the name of our game. And we've we've, we've been good friends. We have spoke with this lot and I spoke to Andy Martin and I spoke to Connor Moore. I spoke to like, like it's drugs, like, you know what I mean? Like, so basically (laughs) when you're going well, it becomes like the less effort you put in, the, the more viral you go. And it's when yeah. you start overthinking and putting in loads of effort, like like it's very hard to explain to someone who's not in the game that a simple idea and a small little recording and a good caption and it goes boom. And yeah. then you put so much effort into a video and you're convinced mm. it's gonna go viral and, it, and you look at it say after 20 minutes and it dies on its arse and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> And, like, it makes no sense because it's funny. Like, you know, some of them, obviously, i record. that's not really that funny, but it's so relatable and it'll, it'll do well. But there's some
1: yeah. where you're so confident. It's unreal. Oh. And you
3: post that and then, boom.
1: And, you, and, you're, and you're in you're in the, the worst mood for the night.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh like, way leave me alone.
2: <laughs> it's like playing a match and you play a bad game. You can't wait for your next game. But then what happens is you find yourself making shit content to try and chase the highlight. Yeah. And, that's, that's relatable to any content creator yes. out there.
1: You know? No, it really is. But uh, anyway, look, I wanted to, to, to kick, kick it off as well, just to you know, ask you, how did this all start? How did this, how did this phenomenon start? Because y- you are, in essence, a phenomenon. And you're, I think you're the first of your kind in terms of coming up on social media. And people have kind of come after you, like the likes of Enya, myself. Connor Moore, Darren Conway, yeah, Ty Fleming. Now you know, but you were—I consider you the OG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. well, you? I suppose
2: um, the truth, as you probably know, like um, it started off asking for help back in 2013. I had a, a gambling addiction, and I went and met a fella, and he from the Rutland Center, and he literally said, "Rory, said you need to." transfer your energy from the negative to the positive so basically the negative platform will be uh, alcohol gambling drugs and the positive would be you know chasing your dream like you know obviously the likes of Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Tyson Fury recently live on the live on the green platform so I kind of went away saying I've always wanted to get into acting and comedy it's probably one of the only things that came natural to me so I started writing a blog in 2013 about myself. Shared it went well, and then in 2014 I set up the Facebook page. And I had no real vision of making GA videos, or yeah. I just I just went with it. And that's why I say i just go for it. Like fucking mm. worst you can do is fail, like and who who cares? Like so so my first one was January 2014 GA, and that went well. And then I realised yeah. the GA market was open, and I just as you know went, went that it then and. Back then, it was anything was going viral because the content yeah. was so unique and fresh, being GA characters, and kind of that—that's it. And then it just snowballed, as
1: you mm. know. So that's how it took off, anyway. Yeah, but that's how I, I actually—and I don't think I've ever told you this as well. I went on my J one in Chicago in 2013, and I remember the lads. A lot of the, the group of lads that I went with played hurling for Nave Marnock, and um, like proper regulars, up in Nave Marnogue in Port Marnock. Um, and they would. I don't know if your blogs, your blogs did come around before summer twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And they they were always like reading all of your blogs in, in the apartment, the two bedroom apartment we lived in in Chicago. Yeah. Eight, eight of us in there. You yeah. Know, and the, those lads are proper. Well, you know, one of my mates, uh, B knows his name. He's a huge, he's always been a huge. Oh guy. yeah, we've done a few videos for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. But like, yeah, it's it's interesting how it started, like that as a blog, and then the blog kind of became more of a, of, of a reality in a sense, where you started doing yeah. The
2: videos. Yeah, well, in fairness, I suppose, one fellow you forgot to mention, Keen Tomey was... Keen Tomey, sorry, sorry, Yeah, mean, like <laughs> he, he, he would have been, in my opinion, the original, because I remember seeing one of his videos, and now he's like, jeez, like, do you know what I mean? I've never have yeah. never seen this before, and he just... Yeah. It, it was him who planted the seed in my head that, Geez, maybe you can just pick up your phone and make a video with it and throw it out there. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, talking about going viral, it's uh, quickly, King it can you tell me, it's the, it's the uh, ultimate. Oh, I, I remember, it, like, his videos just went, oh, it was scary. He was getting, like, an
3: average two, three million in the video. Mm. Like, it was madness. Like.
1: Oh, like, in, in, in a matter of months, like, his, his audience had grown so much. I think it was around a third of his audience was... In the us yeah you know and it just it, it blew up from but like that as well like your, your popularity just grew and grew and grew on facebook and i think it was part in parcel with you being consistent with that as well you were consistent with your content you were putting up gaa content that was relatable in a sense as yeah. well yeah you know right. and i think that also like the work with you don't work with Paddy Murphy, Paddy Murphy. Yeah. Being, I, I always kind of viewed it as a Batman and Robin. Uh, yeah, yeah. relationship With you and Paddy and your mates have helped out as well, you know, and I think that's, that's what made the videos kind of unique in, in, in yeah, their well, way.
3: Because I know well, Paddy
1: didn't have a clue about the GAA stuff. No, no. <laughs>
3: like, like,
1: what I try to say to
2: people, uh, in, in, like, I do a lot of talks, like mental health talks and yeah. I'm always talks, nowadays as as i suppose part of my career but what i try to tell people is when you are in a negative platform whether we were alcohol drugs gambling Mm. and you transfer that that addictive personality into something you're passionate about fucking nothing will get in your way will smith has a great one about the law of attraction just decide once you decide you know it's like it's like a rock in the ocean the water just moves around you like you know you're your law of attraction is, is I don't care. it's definitely real mm. and there's too many amazing human beings to to mention to make you know facts that it is like Oprah Winfrey Jim Carrey Conor McGregor they all talk about it like, yeah. so I put this to the test and I became obsessive I still am like where like when I had this video idea no matter I remember crashing my car one day and still going and getting Donegal played in a match right mm-hmm. and as you know, while you're on the ball with, with, with Twitter, yeah. not only minutes, but seconds make a difference on something uh, that's that's uh, fresh, you know what I mean? Fresh or and relatable. That. So whenever there was a match on, I, I, I'd have everything ready and I'd go. And I remember one day, uh, Donegal played a game and and uh, Mike Brearty scored a lot of points. So I had this idea in my head of kicking points from all over the fucking world. Like, but anyway, one of them was in the Tesco car park and we were flying around like blue-ass fries trying to get this done. And, and I said to Paddy, Paddy, will I make that turn? He goes, yeah, next minute. <laughs> you just hear the whole side of my car. And I said to Paddy, just just get out and tell me it's how bad it is. And he goes, do you want to read it? And he goes, yeah, it's really bad. I was like, oh, my God. But, but you know what? I still fucking just parked it. Excuse the pun. I just left the car alone and I went and I got the video done. Yeah, and I put it online. and am thinking, yeah, anywhere near the direction that I hoped it was. So not only did I have a flop, <laughs> but I had to pay fucking <laughs> to pay twelve hundred for my car as well. Oh, um, like most human beings, would have said, "Rory, it's not your day. You know, <laughs> you leave it like." But it's a and it. Like it's positive, yeah. But then you can be, you're like, you're like an addict. Like whatever yeah. you're,
3: you're, 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 you're,
2: you 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 have to get it done and. Of course, that's that's something I, I I struggle with is is my sheer determination. It, it is great, but at the same time, yeah, it's like you know, someone who's on cocaine, not knowing when to stop. It's the same thing. You're like, no, yeah. Rory, just take a breath and relax, like, but I can't like. Yeah. And I suppose, as you said, it's
1: what makes you as well. Like you anyway, like, Oh, hundred percent. And as you say to me as well, when you when you get a good video that goes viral and it's 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 the a term that stuck at me. For years now, because I remember you you would always be messaging me if I had a video that would go so well. And you'd say, yeah, you see what that's like now? You'd call it viral heroin. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. call it in a sense, yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it was like that. You're just kind of like on such a high, you're just delighted with life. And yeah. this video's so well for you, you know? And that's... When you do,
2: I've said this to Andy Martin, when you do two or three bombs in a row, that's when you question yourself. That's when you say, yeah. right, has my ship sailed? Mm-hmm. Uh, have I no more ideas? Is it back to the office? But you have to just hang in there. And just when you feel that your you're, you're last penny spent, a, a wave of, really? of energy comes into you, and, you've, yeah. and, you you're, and you're back to square one. And when you're back making good content, you always say to yourself, God, why was I ever worried? Yeah. Um, and then you could make 300 good videos in a row and three bad and all of a sudden you are show you what you do and you may as well <laughs> stop like, you know, so it's, yeah, everyone just negative, negative
1: platform is a fucker, you know. It is. Uh, it's, unfortunately it is. Uh, it does happen at times where, if you, as you said, you you've put so much talk behind this video, preparation, and then it just, it just sinks. I don't think, yeah. I, I actually cannot recall a video that I have posted, where I've I've put that kind of determination and thought and work into it, where it's done well. Never, I can't. I actually can't remember. Yeah, it's hard. All, all of my videos that have done well have just been pure spontaneous yeah. occurrences. You know, It, it I know. just Seems to work better with someone like me. <laughs> yeah, know, it's, it's. But again, Al, it's
2: it's sometimes it's just like it's like I always reference it to football. You, yeah, you've trained really well. You've ate well all week you have your boots ready the sun is shining and for some reason you just don't play well and the ball doesn't bounce in your direction Mm. (laughs) that's life like and and it's the same with making videos there's no you can't explain why it doesn't go well Mm. and then you make one off the cuff as you said and it goes bonkers
1: so yeah absolutely the first time I met you was 2015 Uh, I believe we were doing a thing for Heineken wasn't it? God was I'm trying to think where we was did, that? No, we messaged each other in 2015. We were doing a thing for Heineken, uh, the Neil back thing or something like that. with the rugby. Ah,
3: yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah was, I do remember that. Yeah, that rings a bell now.
1: And, and then I think I was doing the McGregor impersonations. And I remember you got in touch with me. And all of a sudden, I think the first time we met up was in Ashburn. We're actually, we're both, we're both Ashburn men.
3: Yeah, I'm yeah from, <laughs> really not many Europe.
1: people. Not many people know I'm from Ashburn. No, originally, yeah. <laughs> I'm right across the road from you, but um, I remember meeting up with you and we did that Conor McGregor video. Oh, out for- the one <laughs> Which <laughs> Which with, 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 with Stuart, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. my brother, but um, um, yes. When was that? Alan? 2015 was it? Somewhere 2015. It was around wow. a week or two before he fought Chad Mendes. Oh my God! So five years ago, holy mm. shit! Five years yeah. ago. That's why I'm kind of bringing that up. You've always wanted to help out people who are starting off on Facebook. It's always been your thing, like you know, oh, yeah. in the sense you've brought um, a community together, like myself, Enya, Connor Moore. Um, I know there's been a couple of other people you've you've worked with as well. Like, I rang Johnny. But listen, I don't take
3: any
2: credit for the success. The boys are great workers. boy. Yeah. I, I remember ringing Johnny though a, a few years ago. Johnny Smacks just telling my story and tell him yeah. he was where well, he was. still working in the butchers, and I just said, to him, "Listen, you know, to lose like you know, go for it. And Again, I don't take any credit cards. They're great, but yeah, I just yeah. I've always been like that. I like I. I really, truly enjoy seeing people do well. I, it's, it's like Denzel Washington says about the best currency there is, is, is helping others. Like, I, mean, I, I, I don't get any satisfaction out of that other than seeing other people do well. I yeah. it's a, genuinely, it, whether it be on the football mm. field or whether it be in what we do, our, our life in general, I just love seeing people taking a risk. Because yeah. I know how
3: hard it is to take a risk, you know? It's, it's um,
1: yeah, it's huge. It's, I, mm-hmm. I like when, when did you leave your job 2016 yeah we were around the same time the two of us left our jobs yeah I remember you were in the clothes mm-hmm. shop at Sowers wasn't yeah, it yeah I was in Tommy Hilfiger and Swords yeah I was doing 30 hours a week and, and I took a huge risk and yeah. I remember leaving and, and I had a, a few gigs lined up for Christmas and then lo and behold I got a call from um, Paddy McKenna over at Joe. oh that's right yeah <laughs> And I remember I went, I went to jail. I was there for six months, um, and that was a good experience as well on, on my part. Yeah, few, I remember
3: actually. A few little ups, a
1: few little, 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 little downs. <laughs> yeah, I remember off. one, I actually remember one specific phone call.
2: I was outside the off-license in Ashford, and I remember being on the phone to you, and you were at a low place. I don't know why, it something low hmm. anyway. And I remember just saying something like, Al. Oh, They'll always have someone to fold fucking uh, polo shirts in that shop. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And the polo shirts will will be folded when you're back. But just go for it, and ho- hopefully you won't be back
1: folding them. <laughs> I was a master of folding them. Yeah. Ah, oh, there'd be eight in a pile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have to um, use it. I'd have to use an A4 sheet. To
2: fold yeah, put put it. But it is so daunting, like, and you feel, you do feel like you're by yourself, that there's no one else with you, but you just have to
1: take the plunge and trust yeah. the gut, like, you know. Massively. And if anybody, and if, like, obviously, if anybody is watching this as well and you're kind of thinking about doing that, I mean, go for it. It's, it's a risk, but, I mean, the results could be fantastic for you if, if you have the mindset as well.
3: Yeah, you
2: and know? especially, I'm sure a lot of people are questioning themselves during this lockdown because it's a typical mm.
1: time in your life. You
2: say, Very why was I afraid to do that? And look at the cult of the world, we're living now, like, you know? Yeah. And if anyone's wondering, I'm actually in my, my daughter's bedroom. That's why I have this <laughs> lovely, uh, I'm not in a browser shop. <laughs> this is a, not a public thing. Like,
1: well, sp- Speaking of your daughter, I think she's, I mean, I, I seen a video last week. I mean, Katie Taylor. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, and, and wow. funny enough, Katie wow.
2: actually, Katie responded she to responded on Twitter. To it. Yeah, which was great to see. Um, yeah, no, she's just a great kid. She's into the fitness and yeah, she's great in the videos and as she is the she's a
1: great at stuff like. Yeah, she's brilliant in the videos. She really is. It's, yeah, a, it's a good so. dynamic as well between the two of us as well in the in, in the videos like. Yeah, well, it's good to have the kids for, the fa- for family
2: sketches, you know what I mean? And I'm sure yeah. little Zach will be in full flow with them as well in no time, of course, no?
1: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, I want to I, I get to one of the most important aspects of the podcast. You're a best-selling author.
3: Yeah. Best-selling
1: man. author of two books, Rory's yeah. Stories Guide to the GAA and Rory's Story's Guide to Being Irish. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I know, and actually, I was only talking to uh, mm.
2: Anna Geary and that Pearce on Today FM the other day. Yeah. And they brought it up, and I, I, when I do the talks in companies, like mm. I bring two, two, the two books with me because I think it's the best example to show people of what can happen when you ask for help and when you put your mind to the matter. Because I don't LCA in school, I can't spell. I, I, I'm very, very poor when it comes to classroom activities would we'll say yeah. but I just put it to my test and said let's see if this could be done and the first book was very difficult because I didn't know what I was doing and I was like I had to get up at half hour in the morning to write the book because it was the only time when my mind was sharp yeah and I wrote the book and it was a it was a really good bestseller it, it actually even sold out of books and, and Gail yeah. were were shocked and when I wrote the book, um, I had it in my head that I'm actually gonna write another book next year, mainly because I didn't want any fucking naysayer going, Oh, sure, anyone can write one book about the GEA. I just said, right, I'm gonna write the next book straight mm. away. So as the old saying goes, you know, a good team wins uh, one championship, a great team wins two, like you know. Yeah. And that's why I've done that. That that was purely our uh, pure determination to mm. say, right, well you can't say, Oh, she wrote one book, I've done two. And I'm actually in the process of the third one at the minute now. It's about two quarters of the way
1: there. Like. Oh, brilliant. With those two books as well, it's kind of like an evolution of your content. Like, you, obviously, you started off doing the GAA content and then gradually it, it opened up for the, the relatable Irish yeah. humour. Yeah. Irish, Irish couples with, with yourself and Enya Martin. Yeah. Um, you know, the, some of the stories from the guy to be an Irish. I mean, one of the stories is where you. Uh, 16 years old <laughs> and you went to witness. Witness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> witness is the fair. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I've met your dad on a couple of occasions as well. I mean, you, you must have been a brave man to piss him off.
2: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I'll just tell you this story quickly in case people... So basically, uh, I live in Ashmore, which is only the ro- over the road from Rotot, mm. where people remember Oxygen Witness used to be on over there. It was Witness, yeah. Witness, yes, yeah, so I mean, the loaded voice, I said, Fuck, it, we'll go over one. The Saturday was on and we'll try to get in. So we all got a bag of cans, the old bag of cans, and we mm. headed towards Roto over the fields and we were drinking and having the crack. It was took us two hours to get there. Mm. And we got there, so there was about four of us. So we had two of the little lads, fast lads, uh, and two lads called Shane Evans and Simon Kerrigan, mm-hmm. who we hung around with. Yeah. And the plan was they were the, the rabbit. So we sent them in and the skirting guards would run after them, but they were so fast, there was no way to catch them. So basically, when the two boys uh, ran and the skirting guards were after them, we, the big fat lads, jumped the fence and ran <laughs> into <laughs> them. The yeah, yeah, and, 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 and we were gone. And uh, Anyway, long story short, I ended up meeting up with my cousins, and I drank, I, I drank, honest to God, about 14 cans of Linton Village, warm Linton <laughs> Village, right? And I don't remember anything other than uh, hearing music and puking on myself. That's all I can kind of remember. And then I woke up the next day and I lost my little shitty, uh, I think it was a Samsung phone at the time or Nokia Little, lost it. Yeah. Uh, lost was it. Two-
1: it was a Nokia 3210. Yeah,
2: it was one of them blowers back then, anyway, yeah. I and, uh, and I lost it. And I just remember opening my eyes and my cousin's voice saying, yeah, Joe, don't worry, he's here, I'll send him now. i never forget waking up. No, no clue where my runners are. I only had one sock on and I had to walk from Ferry House to uh, Raton Village in That's my bare feet, basically. Uh, and my dad, I'll never forget my dad waiting for me. And the minute I like, get into the car, he just... And you know when you're so hungover, you yeah. don't need any other uh, hardship bar dealing with your hangover. Yeah. And I puked the whole way home out the window, and and I'll still to this day I haven't had one warmers. I can't even smell bombers without getting sick.
1: It's funny you say that. I'm the same. I remember having five cans of warmers on Halloween, but now I'm a small fella, you know. of yeah. Halloween, two thousand and eight. I must. I must. I was around to say I was sixteen. Oh. And I, not since then, just puking everywhere.
3: Oh even
2: Ella had got Sidona there a few weeks ago and I had a something and I nearly got sick like,
1: <laughs> like it it's a proper be, it's an apple juice thing isn't
2: it I just I tore <laughs> my stomach asunder I swear to God so that's, that was in the book anyway that witness story I'll never forget anyway yeah
1: that's brilliant there's, there's plenty of more stories in the books as well yeah but um I, I went to see one of your shows in 2018 and I'd always been asking you for years um when are you going to start the stand up thing? And, and like, it, it, was a, it was a genius move on your part because I think you prepared and prepared and prepared for a couple of years to actually put yourself out there in terms of doing stand up comedy and doing a tour. You did a sold out tour, um, yeah. which I think it, it ended in Vicar Street. Yeah. And it was just a massive hit. I went to see it and like, I mean, myself and Alison were just in stitches, you know, in tears of laughter at the gig. I brought Alison's brother as well, Philip. Um, it was just incredible. Like and those stories from the books were kind of incorporated yeah. into a live into a live stand up set. And it was so unique. And, and I like I, was, I I couldn't like I couldn't believe it. I've seen your videos, but the amount of energy you had on stage, like this was your first tour and it was like you've been doing it twenty years. Like I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah um...
1: It was amazing, man. Yeah, I suppose
3: like
2: I, I just put in the graph. That, like, yeah. I I've definitely had more worse gigs than I have good gigs, as you know yourself. Like we've done a few, hot oh, for fuck's like, sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's prime example. Oh god. Like that's not <laughs> the first time that's happened to me. Like um uh, I can tell you basically this, this story. Basically, <laughs> long story short. Uh a big hotel in Monaghan oh. uh, were looking to do a gig, a gig and they heard me and Al were red-hot social media people yeah. at the minute. And like, I think at the time I had say two hundred thousand followers, and Al maybe had a hundred or whatever, yeah. which is a lot of people. And your man heard the figures and like, get these lads in. So anyway, we done the gig on a Sunday afternoon in a massive <laughs> function room, and without exaggerating, I'd say, include me and Al and Paddy, there was about seventeen people there and we had to do an hour oh my god it was just a Um, but but like we got through and and I've done I've done so many gigs yeah. like I've done a gig in New York in front of 14 people there one year as well I and mean, yeah. it was just but what I learned is I remember saying to myself in these GA clubs that Rory, if you can get through this slagging off the cuff, if you can get through GA people who are hard to, if you can, if you can get through these tough fucking gigs, when you go onto a stage and people are actually listening to you, it'll be a piece of piss. And it was the case. I remember we first showed Dundalk of the tour sold out in Dundalk, 350, whatever it is. And I was so nervous. I was, literally like heaving in the room, right before I went on stage and the minute I told them because I said to Sam, Rory if these aren't laughing at your stories you can't just go into the crowd and slag people you're on stage as so all you can see is a light as you know yourself and I told the first story and they laughed and I never got such a high after the show I was like right and um, yeah like listen I'm far from like like I always to be honest with you I always thought that comedians had to be super intelligent people as in like a Daryl brain or one of these like but no. well, it's, it's actually not you, intelligence is knowing your audience humour that's what it is like
1: the funniest person you meet is always going to be a person who has stories and is always going to be a person who's street smart and has a bit of wit about them I'm sorry yeah. it's, it's not a person who has an honours degree in Trinity College no. <laughs> No, and I'm sorry, but it is like I've obviously plenty of haters, like
2: you do yourself, and I look beyond the haters. So, what I've often done is when I'm in the humours, I'll actually study these haters, and they're either studying PhD in Trinity, whatever the fuck, Mm. they're either uh, like extreme feminists because of a lot of uh, relationship videos I do, or else they're just basically comedians who have been doing it 15 years and are still telling jokes to four foreign exchange students in the international bar on a wednesday night mm. you know what i mean so yeah. and they can't understand how this man is selling out these venues like but i, I i've never said it to anyone uh, over a tweet but i'd often say come see me live then judge me you can't judge you by videos videos are just one minute of a little yeah. scenario where people tell your friends but you need to come and see the energies you said because I, I'm i very shit at a lot of stuff in life like I have the worst pair of hands ever when it comes to DIY like I, I, I'd probably break a lawnmower if I tried to start it <laughs> you know what I mean but when it comes to telling stories it's something I was always good at yeah. and naturally like and I have just worked really hard on and, and at the start of the tour I was just telling the stories too fast I wasn't allowing the crowd to laugh that's all that all takes years of practice. You look at Tommy Tiernan. Or, the learning curve, yeah. Exactly. I need a big goal. like, you, you have to learn how to tell a story. Like, someone yeah. can tell a story and you might not laugh. Another person tells you the exact same story and you die laugh. It's all yeah. about timing of, of punchlines and, and, and facial expressions are key. Yeah. And I, you know yourself, I'd be pissing sweat on stage because I'm giving it 100%. Yeah, I'm doing, doing right. all the actions. I'm doing all the fucking whatever it is. Because I, I don't have any one-liner jokes. I just—it's not me. Like I couldn't and mm. say, oh, this fella bum a joke." I just gradually tell a story that people can relate to. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And not all comedians are one are are, are one-liners as well. Like a lot of comedians have, you know, tell great stories. Like Billy, the great, the the great Billy Connolly. Exactly you know, tells fantastic stories. Yeah, you know, ob- obscure stories on stage. I think that that the, the true top
2: comedians are storytellers I, I really mm. do believe that I, I think that to look at the great comedians um, people are going for them to tell them something they already know but just never thought of that's how I would explain it that yeah, it's when I say it I was like oh that's fucking gas that actually happens to me as well and yeah, that's why simple comedy wins like and, you know like yourself uh, I'm a big fan of Brendan O'Carroll and even Brendan yeah. will tell you himself he says like my audience see the jokes coming but they still love it like and yeah. and Rory's stories is very similar like when I make a video you know what's coming but still yeah. people enjoy it like you know what I mean yeah. so um, and with the sheer numbers that Brendan O'Carroll and Mrs. Brown's boys do
1: massive um, numbers yeah like the proof's <laughs> in the pudding and like anyone yeah, Brendan's ever, great Brendan, Brendan's just always wanting to, to lend a helping hand to anyone he's great like, like that
2: yeah, he's, I think he's been a great role model for the likes of me and you. Like, you know, not just yeah. because he's close to home, but just the way he carries himself. Well, he's just an extreme I, man,
3: I do
1: the Christmas Eve show with him every year on um, Grafton Street for yeah. Joe Duffy. And he's, he's brilliant, like, you know. And yeah, he,
3: and like,
2: even like, I only had to ask him once to read my book and put his name to it. And he did, like, he, Dean, yeah. you know, Dean, Dean brought it over to Florida and Brendan read it and yeah. put a lovely... Lovely few words about it, and that meant a lot to me. Like he did. Out do to Mechon.
1: Dean McNevin as well. Yeah little, little Dino, yeah, little old Dino, Yeah, <laughs> and it is the case, you know, you've you've grown so much as a comedian. I mean, between starting off with the the blogs, then the GAA videos, then the kind of the relatable Irish videos, with the relationship videos with yourself and Enya, they just yeah, they were monsters, like. Right? They were monsters, absolute monsters. But the two of you had such a great chemistry on the yeah. screen. That that was the, the beauty of it. I mean, and you can play that, you know, flustered kind of Mrs. Stern Ag, what's kind of what's yeah. he stern? Yeah, don't don't piss her off <laughs> at all. Yeah. And yeah. You play. I, I've always I've said this to you before. I've always kind of likened you to the Colombine character.
3: Yeah, in, you're stereotypical.
1: Yes, the way you play that character in some of your sketches, it's very like Colin Beanie in the Roddy Doyle series of films that he was in, The Van, The Commitments, and um, The Snapper.
2: Yeah, but I think, Al, you're right, because that character that I play, he's just a simple mm. man and a simple life. He just wants yeah. to go to work, have a nice dinner, have a few pints to lads, uh, you know, have a nice girlfriend or mm. wife, and, and, and no hassle. He doesn't want any <laughs> hassle, do you know what I mean? He just... <laughs> He, he's fuck all determination. He just wants to have a nice life where yeah. a few points is the highlight of his week. And a lot of Irish men can relate to that, that character. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, no, I do. I love working with because Enya, it's like we don't script these videos. We just go with the ideas. And I think that's what makes them because Enya yeah. knows what to say off the cuff. I don't course, need to tell her yeah. and, and vice versa. She just knows the crack. Yeah, probably because she's been in a relationship
1: for so long with Garrett herself. She knows the story, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why it worked so well. It was such a great dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as well, and you mentioned earlier your your advocacy for mental health. It's it's commendable, very commendable. You've done fantastic work on that front over the last couple of years. If you want to obviously tell the audience what what you've been doing, you know.
2: I suppose it, it's it's one of my biggest passions because unfortunately I had a first cousin that took his life when I was only uh, I was only 16 and it yeah. sticks with me forever. And again, I was in a very dark place and I do suffer depression myself. But I think a lot of, I'm sure you're the same, like a lot of people who are characters in inverted commas tend to suffer a lot, you know, like yeah. Robin Williams, God rest his prime example. Yeah. Tommy Tiernan has spoken a lot about demons, um, Jim Carrey. I think if you're that kind of a, fucking headbangers the way to describe mm. it. You have that them dark clouds over you every now and again. Mm. I know you are one of them people. So, I know a lot of people that follow Rory's stories are them kind of how's, what's the crack type of lads like and mm. a lot of them are great storytellers that suffer. So, I, I just feel it's important for me to share my story and mm. listen, I enjoy comedy and all that kind of stuff but I'm way more passionate about mental health than I am comedy because comedy yeah. will come and go but the same words that will help people's mindsets mm. and stop them from fucking putting a gun to their head. And that's the bottom line. I know it's very, very uh, out straight, but that's the yeah. truth, man. What I, what I love to see is when people are in a dark place, if they just ask for help, how positive their life can be. And that's what I want to see people mm. in 10 years' time saying, Rory, I've seen you talk yours and I got help. And since that day, I've done X, Y, and Z. And that'll make me mm. more happier than any kind of a yeah. comedy show or a video, you know
1: what I mean? Like, Oh, it's amazing. Like, it just like, a guy with, with a platform like you have to, to spread that message on such, on such a, a progressive issue as well. You know, I, th- I think there's, there's a lot more um, that we'll find out about mental health in the coming years. Oh, yeah. Know, to, to, try and, to try and improve, you know, that, that, that issue, most definitely. Yeah, so we're only, only getting going now. We're only getting so, yeah. going we really are only at the, the inception of kind of speaking out about it. And I think, I, yeah, I think it is healthy for people to come forward about it. You know, and I've, I've, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had my, I've had my downs where I, you know, am I good enough for this? You know, will I yeah. go back? Will I go back folding those polos again? You know, we all kind of have those, those thoughts. Oh yeah. Everyone has
3: self doubt. Yeah.
1: It is. And, and, you know, speak, you know, speaking to someone is probably the best thing, hey? you know, Oh I'll Believe say this guys I don't know how many times I've annoyed this guy <laughs> speaking of speaking to him whenever I've had you know small little issues before you know and he's, you've always you've always responded you've always kind of been there to help you're a good soul and I know that yeah. and that's why I like kind of sometimes Al
2: like something can be so much bigger in your own mind than Yeah, it's only when you put it on the table and someone says it back to you it's like geez it's actually not that bad Do you know what I mean yeah. like um, but the human brain is an awful fucking thing for going to negative, like, and worrying about his, his things. Especially nowadays, everyone's just up the walls worrying about the future. But
1: hmm.
2: as all that whatever ever be is here and now, and that's all you can do is every day, yeah. you know.
1: I think also as, as kind of comedians, content creators, you know, I think what we need to do is upload more as well. I think it's good for us and it's good for people as well, Yeah, you know, to try and put a smile on people's faces. I think that's kind of the main thing.
2: That but that's do. it. Like, and I know you you had your struggles with negativity on Facebook yes. and I do know it's difficult, but one thing I've always said this to and I know it's difficult to do and I, everyone else does is, is just ignoring the fuckers, like just yeah. ignore them. Like, you yes. know, because I'll no matter what you do in life, people are not going to like you. Like, mm-hmm. if you sat on a fence and, and smiled at every person that walked by, someone will go, look at that gobshite sitting there smiling at everyone. Do you know what I mean? So,
3: yeah. you might as well
2: do what you think is right and and, and just let like let the naysayers just, you know, they, they do go away when you ignore them, but what happens yeah. is, I don't know what, what negativity or what mindset they live on, they get a kick out of putting people down because they can't take the junk themselves. And there's no... Yeah. There's no jury in the world that would say any different. Do you know what I mean? The proofs and the pudding. like why would they
1: attack you? It's jealousy. Like, there's absolutely no other answer to jealousy. Like, it is, it, and it is. It's it, and that's the problem as well. Like, you know, with mental health, and then there's there's that. There's trolling. There's that kind of jealousy. You know, you think people would wake up to the whole thing with Caroline Flack. Ugh. You know, and it's kind of it's it's it, it, the way I see it now, it's flowing over everyone's head. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah, a week or two of hashtag be kind and then yeah, they come back uh,
2: pounding you again. But yeah, like you know, it's 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 not like we're coming up with technology like it's been said for for centuries, just ignored until it go mm. away. Like, and I know it's very difficult, and, and I've even had my phone out and I've had like messages, to Twitter back to people, but I just. Whatever it is, I just don't do it because once you do it once, people will know you're yeah. up for a bit of
3: a battle. And, and you don't need it for your mental health. You just don't need it, you know. No, That's you what don't. I think anyway.
1: You don't. So you're, um, you're right there. But moving away from that as well, before you did this, who would have been your influences in comedy? Like who would you have watched for years that kind of... Well, Head and shoulders, Jim Carrey would be my favourite. Like oh, yeah. um Darren Conway said the exact same thing last week. I had him on and
2: yeah. it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, like I do believe he's the funniest man that I ever lived. And I know again mm. so many people will argue that I fell out with lads who told me that uh Will Farrell is funnier than him, like and all that. Or Robin Williams. Robin Williams is he's probably on par to you know what you say. <laughs> like if, if Jim Carrey's ten out of ten, Robin's nine point yeah. nine, like you know. <laughs> yeah arguably there was more there was more to Robin Williams than there was Jim Carrey like in fairness like yeah. uh, more talent Like, but I just think when Jim Carrey goes into that zone when the face is is his oyster
1: he's just ridiculously well, funny I can't even look at him like. I think Jim Carrey was the better impersonator but Robin Williams was the better comedian the yeah. better improv comedian like if you like I, I went down a rabbit hole of watching Robin Williams interviews just Talk show interviews. <laughs> and I swear to God, and I'm not like it's better than any stand up set you'll see in, in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, no, he's outrageous, it's, like. it's, it's mental. The way his mind works, it's, it's like he has an additional machine
0: beside
1: yeah. his brain that's giving him all this, this information that he's thinking of. Like he, he could get this placemat and think of something on the spot with the placemat. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it just he, his mind was incredible. You oh, know, she But like that as well, like, I'm, God bless us soul, you know, when, when a, lot, a lot of people were really affected by his death because, because of his influence in comedy with his death. He took such an intensive approach to his work, you know, yeah. that, that it really did take its toll on him massively, you know. He yeah, took an intensive toll to his acting, his comedy, everything. Yeah, like he... He was meant to be,
2: by all accounts, a lovely man. Like, I'm Mm. sure you probably heard the story about uh, the girl uh, who played his daughter in Mrs. Doubtfire. They were all filming, and the principal basically said, unless you come back to school, you know, you're expelled or whatever. And Robin Mm. Williams wrote a letter directly to the principal saying, this is a very bright girl. I promise you should catch up with her studies. And that that, uh, letter's still framed in the school. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, it's YouTube, Mm. that you'll see it, yeah. Um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, you YouTube, the cast of Mrs. Delphire. they're all having a chat around the table and a lot of chats about Robin Williams and she was saying you have no idea how kind he is and then she told this story like,
1: yeah. Yeah, massive. He he was, he was incredible. And Jim Carrey too. I think because we were both 90s kids. Yeah. We we grew up with that. We grew up with the Ace Venturas, the Mrs. Delphires, you know, and it was... Yeah, I just like... I suppose them kind of films and and let's not forget Closer to
2: Home the likes of The Snapper like they they gave me the belief that simple comedy is the way forward and like Mm. you know there's not too many jokes in them films that people wouldn't get they're all very simple but they're just like like Dumb and Dumber I've watched that film I swear (laughs) to God more times than there is you know Pebbles in a a box of Cocoa Pops you know what I mean I've and I still, I still find new stuff that I never caught before. Like <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just wizardly. Like it's just oh, genius. Amazing. Like, uh,
1: like Je- even Jeff Daniels in
2: that movie. Oh, well. his he, like, and I remember him from Arachnophobia, and that, that gave me nightmares. That film, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: Arachnophobia, yeah, horrible <laughs> film. But even like the Farley Brothers, like
1: they're obviously oh. a genius. Like you know, well, I, I think one of their most underrated comedies is Have you seen Kingpin? Oh yeah, another classic. Kingpin is yeah. like, the Kingpin's I, up there with Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, because I recently like, watched that and I was. Woody Harrelson.
2: Kingpin. Yeah, he's com- like, like all of them, like even lawyer, lawyer is is you know outrageous. A Lawyer,
1: But the coffee pot scene in Kingpin, do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> the robber came. <laughs> yeah, and the neighbor, the the, the the, I think it was the landlord caught, caught him. With the, with the robber. Basically, the whole scene was Woody Harrison had owed three months of rent to his landlord in this scene. And um, he hires this thief to try and rob the landlord. Woody Harrison uh, notices it, saves the, the, the lady, the landlord, from the thief, pushes him away, and she's there calling him a hero, this and that. And before that, she's effing blind and blind them, saying, you owe me this, you owe me that. And she says, don't worry about the rent. It's okay, Roy, don't worry about the rent. They go into the house and your man, the teeth is there and he gives him, whatever, $20 and he's there pouring coffee and your one walks in, catches the two of them together. <laughs> Woody Harrelson turns to the teeth, you stupid bastard and throws the coffee in his face. Yeah.
3: It's just one of the funniest. Oh. I, <laughs>
2: I actually want to watch one of them 90s films now we're talking about it. Like, <laughs> it's man. brilliant. But, yeah, I suppose the likes <laughs> of them, and obviously like Pat Short, like I, I would have loved and don't believe was growing up as well. Like, and yeah, I would have, Im- course, I would have yeah. imitated um, crime busters and stuff like that growing up. So, hmm. uh, all them type of people would have would have Father got me. Hent. Ah, yes, yeah. like
3: mandatory, uh, isn't
2: it? Even, <laughs> even, even going further, feel like the likes of the Simpsons. Homer Simpson was a genius, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, uh, any of these type of people, uh, I suppose. I just love laughing. Like. I just love having the crack. That's what I enjoy doing It's oh. just taking the piss. That's all.
1: Literally, even in real life, just having the crack all day long. Like, you know. it's, it's the best high in life getting a laugh. And I keep recommending this show to everyone. Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've got right. to watch it. You've got to watch it. I spoke to Darren Conway about it last week. It's based on his, his life. It's a fictional version of his life. He's the writer. Do you remember Seinfeld? I do, yeah he was the co-writer of Seinfeld and basically after Seinfeld has finished he um, started this show with HBO and um, it's basically just his whole view on life he's like do you know the things you see in public that annoy you yeah. and that you really want to say it to the person it's that kind of comedy he calls oh, yeah. observational stuff. that's right down my anyway. I love that he calls people out on things and he's the most selfish fucker in the world but it's just such good comedy. You'd enjoy it. Just curb. watch it, yeah, yeah. Herb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. Larry David has Larry David.
2: Right, okay. I
1: must know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, Rory, it's been a pleasure having you on. No, yeah. I really appreciate it. and I'm, I'm so happy for you. Everything's going so well for you. You've another book coming. Um, sold out tour. Your videos always do well. You know, I, I, you know people People have been, you know, I think people have been getting a lot of happiness and positiveness. I'm getting some positive vibes from the content you've been putting out the last couple of weeks. And um, that's tremendous. And your work in mental health, amazing. It's a pleasure to be your friend as well. You know, I remember you asking me to do a set at your wedding two oh, years ago. Oh
3: yeah, that was, <laughs> people still talk about
1: that,
2: that was That was Al Farnat's very, very best <laughs> And like,
1: my greatest gig
2: yeah. ever, and nobody's seen it. <laughs> Again, like yourself, like like your your talent is 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 more than a million, and you know that yourself. And I often Thank say you. to people, <clears throat> you have to you have to be sitting beside the chap to really enjoy how he can just bounce from yeah. one to the other so easily. And like it's gas. Like in my early days, <clears throat> I'd done a few impressions of the Sunday game, and then you came along, and. Obviously, Connor Moore and even yeah. Aiden Tierney is very good. I was straight away give well. up doing impressions once I hear on you. was actually like, right. I'm definitely not an impressions. <laughs> and I just wrapped the other And then thank God it did. Like God would have gotten abused. Like, <laughs> but it's a serious
1: talent you have as well. And in fairness, it's unbelievable. Have, like, you know, no, like, thank you, mate. It's all a bit of fun. And, you know, like, like that with Connor as well. It's an unbelievable talent that that guy has. You know, yeah, it's just he's, he's lit up the world with his impressions as well. It's a, it's a great time to be doing it. Thanks so yeah. much for coming on. Pleasure. Um, stay safe during this time as well and keep producing that content, pal. Thanks right. Everybody needs and they're loving it. Right, <laughs> will do, buddy. All Cheers. Right, Cheers, right. Thanks, good luck. Take care, buddy. Thanks, bye